Welcome to the Dragon Slayer podcast by East Idaho Credit Union. My name is Steven. With me, as always, is Bailey. And today, our guest, Tisha Buxton from the Sun Gun Tanning. Right? Yes. Yeah. Welcome. Thank Woo! you. I'm so excited We're to excited be here. We're excited to have you here. Yeah, Thank this is you. awesome. Uh, we knew that you love donuts. Yes. And so we've... Where are these from, Bailey? Baker's Dozen. Baker's Dozen. Oh, cool. Baker's Dozen. That's I uh, do you, Is this a place that you like, that you go yeah, to? Yeah, but I, I don't wake up soon enough <laughs> to make it in. One of those. So yeah. this is a real treat. <laughs> well, that's great. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, what which one should we, what do we have here, Bailey? Which one should we have? Um, I tried to get some of their specialty ones. And so we've got like their blueberry one, which I think they're famous for. Is that cream cheese in it? I don't know. I've never that? seen them looks stuck. Like it looks like marshmallow fluff. Oh, gosh. I don't know because this one has like a whipped cream uh, center. So maybe oh, it's like maybe a whipped cream. Similar thing. Yeah. We've got like. Um, How do people eat these for breakfast? I, I don't know. <laughs> You've got your classic maple, chocolate. I think I'm going to go um, Fruity Pebbles. Nice. I think that's what I want to try. You know, when I picked that, I was like, this seems like a Steven <laughs> donut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there we go. Awesome. Anybody else? Anyone? Uh, I think I'm going to try the blueberry marshmallow. There you go. Nice. Yeah. I got a little sprinkling of fruity pebbles on there, too. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Solid. Perfect. Okay, so now that you have something to eat, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions Great. so you can't eat it. Perfect. Um, <laughs> so, Tisha, I want... First of all, tell us about your business. Tell us about what you do. Uh, then we're going to go backwards in time okay and talk about how you got there okay, okay awesome okay so let's start with where you at today okay so today i am the owner of the sun gun tanning we're a custom spray tan empire i like to say it so not only do we have our storefront where people can come in and get custom tans but we also have products that mm. we sell and ship all over the place so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so all right i'm gonna be honest I'm going to show like how little I know about okay. this topic. I've never had any kind of tan before other than just being outside. So for the uninitiated, what what would it look like? What would I do when I walk into your business? Yeah, so um, basically what it is is you would book an appointment typically mm-hmm. before you come in. Yep. Then you come in and we have this whole consultation because where we custom mix every color, we need oh. to know a little bit more about your skin tone. So how do, you, how do you, like, what yeah, do you Yeah, so do? depending what on what at? your skin does in the sun. So, like, when you go out, do you burn, but then it turns into a tan? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So you're going to be what I call a level two. Level two. In our spray Best tan math. Le- yeah. Um, so that tells me how much of a percentage of DHA I can put on your skin without it turning unnatural. Like, warm colors that we don't want like orangey and mm-hmm. that sort of thing okay, yeah you'll so, notice i won't ever use that word that's a buzzword that's in a buzzword. my yeah. um in my business so i'll always say like mango <laughs> or warm. i'm trying that. to retrain <laughs> i have such a bad rap i put a lot of effort into mango. like retraining i'll never call it orange again oh no you're great <laughs> you're great just know i won't okay fair enough <laughs> okay so what DH, is that what you said? DHA. DHA. So it's just a fancy word for the tanning agent that when it's applied to your skin, Mm -hmm. there's actually like a chemical reaction that happens Mm -hmm. with the acidic properties on your skin. So I describe it like, you know, when you leave a banana out after you've peeled it and it starts to oxidize and turn brown, Mm -hmm. that's what they've taken the science. So spray tans are just sugar. 
They've taken oh. that through a chemical process and broken it down. So then when it's applied to your skin, it changes color. So does yeah. does it sit on top of your skin and you leave it or do you put it on, wash it off and you're tan? I don't I so sound like both. an idiot. No, here. no, it's it's both. Okay. It, yeah, so it's applied to your skin and it's absorbed into that top layer. Mm-hmm. And then when you rinse off like the the pretty bronzers and stuff, then you're left with that top layer being stained and it lasts for as long as that top layer lasts huh. which is about about two weeks two weeks yeah okay. and depending like if you prep really well and we give really good instructions like you pay good money for your tan i want it to last you as long as possible mm-hmm. so we have a really good checklist to give all of our clients so do you like explaining. scrub off everything yeah before so you, you want to exfoliate up? really well mm-hmm. so we have a nice clean canvas so your skin is sloughing off all at the same rate mm. that's why we want you to exfoliate really well and then there's something weird about my skin sloughing off that, that <laughs> sentence makes me feel weird yeah shedding i don't know what, i don't know what we like a snake yeah. yeah which in my world that's just like a normal yeah a normal phrase i've never thought about it that that's like might be a little weird anyway well yeah. I, for people who are used to this i'm sure it's not a big event. yeah i've literally never even been to a tanning place ever yeah never done it before okay yeah, it's so cool so I, you also sell things that I can take home and do this with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so tell during me about the that. during the pandemic, so mm. I'd actually been working on this for like a year, mm-hmm. and then during the pandemic is actually when I rolled it out and we tested it, and it was amazing. Um, so it's just our custom mousse. Again, people come onto our website, they fill out a quiz so I can figure out their skin tone and I want to take all the guessing out of it. There's a lot of fear that's behind spray tanning and self tanning. You don't want to mess it up. No one wants to look like that girl from high school, you know? And so, yeah, Yeah. exactly. The bad rap that we're like talking about. So (laughs) I wanted to eliminate the fear and let everyone feel like they could do this. So I'm like, if you take my quiz, a professional will make sure to like mark all over your bottle how long you leave it on for so it's customized to every one person. Because let's say, like, what's your skin tone? What does your skin do in the sun? Do you just burn or do you tan really easy? I burn. Okay, mm-hmm. so you would be like a level one. Mm-hmm. So the color the color that <laughs> I would two. use for you would not be the same. Yeah. So, right, like that's what's so great about it being so really customizable. Cool. So with our products, we're able, we're able to almost have – me at home with them in a non-creepy mm. way. <laughs> <laughs> you seem very nice. That. It might be okay to have yeah, you. I d- yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, what what is your what kind of skin do you have? What level are you? I'm a level two. You're a level two. What is so? What's a level three? The, they just think of the sun in their tan. Uh, oh, they're just tan those all the time. people. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Those that's people. Andrew right back here. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but actually, like, because if people tan like so much with mm-hmm. self-tanner you can become like dha resistant oh so then you can actually like we would have to like bump up your level oh, so then you would this. kind of like go into a three interesting Dang. yeah it's okay. crazy so when you put this stuff on your skin and you wash it off and you've gone mm-hmm. darker when you go out into the sun does the sun react to your skin differently yeah, you'll still or tan. exactly the same as yeah. It's, it's kind of the same. So Would it keep what, you from burning? Like No, that's no. a great question. Okay. It doesn't have any protection against the sun, so mm-hmm. you still want to wear sunscreen. Mm-hmm. But it's great for like when you're going on vacation because you literally show up tan, and then you as your tan is sloughing off, you're, up, you're still getting the sun naturally, and so you show up tan and you leave tan. It's the best. Yeah. How many men do you have come in? We have quite a few, actually. A lot of men. And my branding is not 
to attract them. Like it is straight up pink. Like have you seen my I've car? Seen, seen it's pink, yeah. okay? Um, but we have a lot of like husbands that come in for vacations, mm. family pictures. Yeah. After they want like us to fix their tan lines and stuff. <laughs> and us being right next to the gym, we have oh, had like an influx. Interesting. But, yeah. So what would you say the percentage is between men and women? Oh, it's it's more women for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, but every once in a while, like I said, around vacation time, spring break, stuff like that, then we'll have like a little bit of an influx. Or then yeah. I feel a little bit bad handing them a pink chapstick <laughs> at the end of their service. So I, I started stocking I some, you know, neutral colors for the men. Very but, nice. Yeah. Very nice. So men, you're you're welcome to come too. You are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is anybody embarrassed? I love this question. Yeah, tell me about that. And yes, they are. Mm -hmm. But um, I have salon rules when they come in that they can't apologize for their stretch marks. They can't apologize for, you know, their curves or if they have like a scar. My whole thing from like the very beginning is like all bodies are welcome. All bodies are beautiful. We all have a story, even though mine might be a little bit different. And Mm -hmm. in the beginning, I had a hard time actually sharing my story because I felt like I had no right you know, where I actually have a hard time gaining weight Mm. and stuff like that. And I've always struggled with that. Doctors making my mom leave the room to ask me if I had an eating disorder, stuff like that. And so, or like women coming to me like, oh, you can't spray me. Like, there's no way you're seeing me naked. I'm like, oh, we all have, we all have stuff, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. I loved spray tans for myself because of the confidence that it gave me, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I might not be able to go shop in like the adult section in high school. I had to still shop in like the junior section Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with my younger siblings. And I hated that feeling, but a spray tan like always fit, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I loved how it like literally was like liquid confidence that was being sprayed on my body. Mm -hmm. And so anyways, later on, I ended up starting like to share a little bit of my story Mm -hmm. and I think it helped open up a little bit of the other side, but I was scared for sure mm. for the first little bit. But mm-hmm. yeah, to answer your question, they are. And they're my favorite mm. when they come in and they'll literally stand there. And we let them like whatever your comfort level is. And I tell them like half the time you're going to end up going naked anyways just because you're like, I don't care. I just want to be tan. It so exactly. Much. Like it's not mm. even that big of a deal. I'm yeah. like, eventually it's going to happen anyways. But um in the in the process of it i'll notice them like literally in their shell like you can feel the energy in the room and i feel like i have developed such an awesome like process where i literally make them forget Hmm. everything um you put on music for them yeah so in the we do that but it's mainly just getting them talking about Hmm. their lives like what are they doing i don't really like surface level conversation i'm like i want to know your dreams i want to know like about your kids i want to know all of it so if i can get them distracted on that and then as we're going through the process i can literally see like their walls come down Mm. like it is so cool where they'll be kind of like standing there kind of covered and then all of a sudden by the end they're like best friends (laughs) they don't even care i'm like oh well you can put your clothes on now like (laughs) we're good and so those are my those are my favorite when they come in because i'm like it's a challenge and i know i'm good at it and i can't wait to help them feel that best version of themselves so you know something that's interesting is we've done this podcast with a lot of our guests they they have you know some business and some product that they sell but ultimately they all come back to saying like oh, i'm in the people business right like yeah. r- really that's what i do which is yeah. exactly what you're mm-hmm. talking about yeah here. 
Hmm. Okay. So how many naked people have you seen then? <laughs> I don't remember. It's so funny because I tell people all the time right, when they start to go into the apologizing yeah. game, which yeah. again, that makes them feel better, but I let them know like, you don't have to do that here. Like we're good, <laughs> you know, but I won't ever like shut someone down if that's what's making them feel more comfortable. Yeah. But it's like it's blurred. It's just my job. I'm more focused on how the solution is absorbing into their skin. Do they have any leftover products? Is there maybe some skin conditions that I need to like tell them about? Stuff like that that's going to like affect their tan. Yeah. So honestly, I don't remember. People come in with tattoos. I have no idea. Yeah. Like it's just all it's all blurred, blurred. together. Yeah. I feel like if, if I came in and you're like, yeah, okay, to your comfort level, I'd probably like put on a sweater and a pair of corduroys <laughs> and just feel safe. You know, there, yeah, just there feel you good. Go. There you go. I do have to say, so I got a spray tan um, with you guys before. And oh, you've been, so yes. you've been before. Okay. And the experience was amazing. I was good. a little bit um, hesitant um, because it was the first time I'd done a spray tan that wasn't like a machine one. And yeah. so you're like with a person and I'm like, oh, this could be weird. <laughs> but it was totally normal. You guys made me feel super comfortable. You didn't see me naked, but it was your other person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it was great. Yeah, good. I yeah. love hearing that. Best spray tan I'd ever had. Good. It was amazing. I love hearing that. Well, thank you for coming to see us that we could take care of you. Okay. So let's... Let's step back in time cool. just a little bit here. Let's do it. How did you get to this? How did mm-hmm. how did this happen to you? Okay, so I got pregnant with my first mm-hmm. and couldn't tan anymore. So, mm-hmm. like growing up, my mom had a tanning bed in her closet. Okay, mm-hmm. we lived in, oh. we lived in Driggs, aka Alaska. Uh-huh. So we needed some of that vitamin D sure. to get us through. So I grew up tanning or whatever. And then after having, you know, being pregnant with my son and you just don't feel the best when you're pregnant. And anyways, and so I got a couple spray tans and they weren't awesome. And I was really heartbroken. I was like, why isn't this awesome? Like I was so excited. So basically it just kind of happened out of a need for myself. Mm. And I noticed looking around like, all of the people that I was getting spray tans from, it was it was a side thing for them. Like they mm. had other, they were in like, um, you know, aesthetics or it was part mm. of like them doing hair. It was just a little side thing. And so I was like, there's no one that just specializes in this. Mm-hmm. And so I actually started out mobile and I was like, oh, this will be my niche is that I'll go to people's houses. Mm-hmm. They don't have to get babysitters. It'll be perfect. And I learned on very quickly in the beginning, people don't care. They would actually rather come to me. They were asking to come to my house and I set up my stuff in my daughter's room and they would rather do that than like worry about their kids walking in or, you know, just that type of stuff. And so I was like, okay, cool. The first time I like pivoted and I was very resistant to that because I was like, no, 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 this is my plan. (laughs) This is my, this is what we're going to do. This is how I'm going to make it. Right. And so then very shortly after that, a local boutique um, reach out to me and was like, hey, would you want to come here? And so then I started spraying out of there, and then that's when everything just started. So you bring going. up like a really interesting point here, and that's you had the plan, mm-hmm. and then you realized, oh, that plan's not right. Yeah. How did you make the decision to pivot off of the mobile side and going to more of a brick and mortar model? That I could fit more people in in my time frame. Mm-hmm. It was more work smarter not harder mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. and so and then I when I realized they didn't care then I'm like why am I 
taking an hour and a half when I can literally get them in in 30 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was just that. Was it hard to give up on the first plan? It was a little bit, but I feel like once I figure something out, like that's working with my ideal client and figuring that out, because I was like, I want to spray everyone. I want to spray you. I want to spray your mom. I want to spray, you know what I mean? And then learning like, oh, actually, I enjoy spraying people that are like me, mm-hmm. busy moms, like entrepreneurs. Um, and I know that's what I started attracting was yeah. more people like me. And where then I was like, I'm not going to focus on, you know, marketing for prom because that's not my ideal client I, I want her mom not right. her you know so um yeah once I figured out kind of like going more towards like that fit more into my ideal client anyways that it was an e- it was an easy switch hmm. mm-hmm. yeah okay so keep going so okay. you're you're in the boutique now and then and then what happens and then I'm starting to do a lot of like um, like networking events. Mm. I'm constantly like connecting with people. And then very quickly after I was in the boutique, I learned, oh, it's not what you know. It's literally who you know. It's the connections that you make. And I, I tease all the time that I collect people <laughs> in a non-murderer way. Um, <laughs> and freezer so, isn't full of Yes, no, no, no. Yeah. I just love like talented people. Mm. And you'll see like in my business, I love to delegate. I, I know what I'm good at. I know what I love. And then I push everything else out to the, the stuff I don't like to do. Um, and so I'm always kind of like looking for those people. And I don't know if that's like a, a, a healthy way. I, th- I think it is. But also like when you're kind of like saying it out loud, it's kind of like, oh, I'm literally just like looking for people to help me all the time. But well, that's not my mindset around it. Yeah. Normally in it is I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to support you and your business. Like, this is awesome. So that's kind of my mindset around it. And then it just organically flows into, it, it helps my business in the long run anyways. I, so I, it's I a win-win. It's, yeah, I think it's fantastic. You know, the best CEOs I've ever seen are the best, not because they know how to do everything, but because they can find the people that can do everything for yeah. them um, or do everything for the business. So how do you go about uh, in a non-creepy way, collecting people, right? How do, how do you find, identify, and say, yeah, I want this person involved? How does that happen? So going to live events, mm-hmm. because the people that are also there are doing the exact same thing. They're wanting to get in front of the people that are like-minded like them, right? And so once you get in a room full of those same people, just like what you guys do with this podcast, mm-hmm. it's literally like magic. Mm-hmm. It's just you can feel that energy. It like lights you up. And I'm such an extrovert that it literally gives me life mm-hmm. where my husband is literally taking me on a trip this next weekend so I can talk to people so he doesn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> so they just they just give me life. So anyways, like going to these live events and then um, – like going, I invested in myself and I went to my first like business summit, I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. It's called Susie School. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys have heard mm-hmm. of it. Um, I went to her very second one and it's, it's kind of like a crazy process. You have to be accepted. You have to like, out of like hundreds of people, she this might select Susie you. This is Susie Holman's thing? Yeah, yeah. 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 And so I went to that and yes, I got great knowledge and like marketing skills from that. And Susie is a genius mm. in everything that she does, but it was the connections that I made there mm-hmm. that when I was ready to launch my product, all of those women were behind my back mm-hmm. and they 
they're also in the influencer world. So they help me kind of like infiltrate Mm -hmm. into that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and then I just started doing more and more of that. And then Mm -hmm. I, you know, started a nonprofit called the hustle project, which is for entrepreneur women and kind of the same thing, you know, tell tell us about that. Okay. I don't even know about it's a, it's a little, it's on spring break right now. We're like resting. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) It was, we did it nonstop for like four years. Mm -hmm. So, um, started it because I was like, I need my friends. I, they don't want to hear me talk about my business all the time. I'm, I'm learning that I'm weird. Okay. Um, and so then I'm like, most entrepreneurs are, by yeah, the way. Right. Yeah, yeah. And they don't a, understand. A part. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, what if I could get in a room full of like the same people like me and we could just hash it out. And then also like my husband in, in that time frame with me too, was also trying to like help me and then see I was like struggling and like trying to fix it and then I thought that was coming off as like not being supportive Mm. he's literally just trying to save me you know what I mean it's like this weird dynamic and so feeling like I can't take all of my my problems to him either so where do I go Mm -hmm. who do I talk to Mm. so then that's kind of when we started this and I started it um with my sister-in-law in in the beginning and we didn't really know what it was going to be we're like we just want to party we want to party with these women, and it'll be awesome. So I want to join. I, I feel like was, I can't, though. It was awesome. So then we hosted our first event. We had like 122 people awesome. come. It was entirely sponsored. And then from this, I was like, whoa, okay, this is like legit. We This is happening. All right. Okay, so then we like created a board, and basically what we did is we hosted events every single month, and we brought in educators again because I'm like I want to learn all the things mm-hmm. I want to know all the things I want to know how to like market to my ideal client read different personalities branding social media right like all of those pain points in your business and so that's what we did for four years and we had memberships and with that exclusive membership then we would do like just dinners um, where they could come and I called it um bring your own business problems mm, and you got to come and awesome. we all sat in a circle and was like this is why I need help with mm-hmm. like help me with this and then all of us just like yeah. cool I'm going to send you to this person or like no this is how you should do you know your grand opening or whatever mm-hmm. and it was it was magic this women only it was it was women only That's yeah but we did have <laughs> but we did have like lots of like our like our guest speakers and mm-hmm. stuff were our, were our, were our men mm-hmm. so yeah. It sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, sounds yeah great. it was really good. So on spring break right now. Yeah, on spring break. In plans for a uh, return? Yes, we have some big plans. We're just trying to m- make sure it's like the right timing for mm-hmm. everything. And it takes a lot of work yeah. to do those. And so um, we're also finding like they're, they're all like me too. Like they're very busy. Right. So it got really hard when we're putting on all of this, all of these events, paying these speakers to come and it wasn't working out with people's timelines mm-hmm. that I was, it was hurting my heart. Yeah. Where I was like, dang, this was a lot of work. <laughs> you know what and I mean? 12 it, people came. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, it's great too, because it's, it's more substance when yeah. it's those smaller, like intimate mm-hmm. groups, but it just got to be a lot. So I was like, cool, mm-hmm. we're going to take a minute. And, and this is another thing that I'm kind of struggling with is I literally named my business, the hustle project. And I don't believe in hustle culture. (laughs) Like, I think there's a very important thing to know to stop, like to pause. It's okay to rest. And I feel like in social media too, you get stuck in this. 
I, I, I tease that I like created a prison for myself <laughs> in it. And a lot of other women in their businesses, that's what I'm also finding them too. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like, oh, I just got to keep going. I, I, I'm breaking down. I'm mentally exhausted. Like my family is struggling, but like I got to keep going. I got to keep stro- like showing up. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe in that mm-hmm. anymore. So what do you believe in? I believe in listening and like it's okay to like rest and mm-hmm. like take care of yourself and create boundaries mm-hmm. with your own self and like your worth is not attached to your business and like your successes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I'm feeling and you guys are finding this out first, I'm feeling a rebrand for oh, the hustle project. So that's why it's exciting. kind of like settling for a yeah. minute. Yeah. Uh, anything that you're ready to share about the rebrand? Not there yet. Not not there yet, but okay. it'll be awesome. Uh, well, of course it will. It'll yeah. be awesome. It'll I be a big no party, and um, it'll be bigger and like better than ever. That's awesome. So, yeah, and I'm also just looking for those those right people mm-hmm. to help take it. Like I can feel it. Mm-hmm. Like it's outgrown just me now. Mm-hmm. Like I need to find delegate to Mm -hmm. that person that can give it like the full attention that it needs yeah so Um, if you're out there yeah (laughs) contact me (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i'd love a i'd love uh maybe a one-time exception for your big you are always welcome (laughs) you are always welcome it's mainly just like the women dinners like our big events we have the spouses come all the time no you come (laughs) you come all the time like we had our big um auction so my husband's an auctioneer oh he is and so we did a big like benefit auction can you can you do the Uh, auctioneer speech i can i can do one of the tongue twisters do it let's hear it oh my gosh you guys okay (laughs) hold on <laughs> Gotta hydrate before oh, you Oh man, get I hope I make him proud. Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. Betty Butter bought some butter, but she says my butter better. If I put it in my batter, she went my batter better. So she bought a bit of better butter, put it in her bitter butter. Does Betty Butter bought a bit of bitter butter butter? <laughs> Sold. Dang. <laughs> That's great. That's impressive. I just learned that because he does that all of the time. Does he just walk around the house doing that? Oh, oh in oh. the shop. So it echoes <laughs> everywhere. He in the very beginning he used to make me like pretend to be different people. <laughs> Like, so, like, leg, hand, head, like, all of that, so he could be, like, going. And he could do the bidding yeah. live. Yeah. He's, he's, awesome. he's really talented. He gets asked to do it, like, all the time. Like, the Idaho Meth Project. They've mm-hmm. had him come and, like, be the auctioneer and stuff. Mm-hmm. I wish he did more of it. He's just really busy. But yeah. anyways, at that um, at that auction, yeah. we did a Kentucky Derby oh, theme. Our, really our cool. parties always Big have a theme. Oh, it was so yeah. much fun. Yeah. Um, tons of businesses sponsored it and came. And like we had all the guys come yeah. to that one. Yeah. So you'll I'll make sure you get a personal invite. Okay. <laughs> yes. It sounds so great. I'm, yeah. I'm it's it's a it. lot of fun. I'm yeah. really excited. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So for our listeners, obviously yeah. you're on a pause right now. Yeah. But is there a place they can go yeah, to go, follow? Yeah, and... go follow us at the Hustle Project on Instagram. Cool. Awesome. And then when we do announce stuff, like that's where they'll be first. That's where it'll awesome. be. Cool. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. That's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. We we took a little detour we here. Did. Yeah. Um Actually, before we get back on track, I had one other question for you yeah. because you brought up this really, really interesting topic and, you know, you, you've talked about how you're a people collector and you look for different people and, and then you brought up kind of the difference between your husband and yourself, mm-hmm. um, you know, you being more extroverted, your husband being more introverted, which is the same in my family. I'm the extrovert. My wife's the introvert. And um, one of the things that I found professionally is that extroverts can be wildly effective at some things and wildly ineffective at other things. 
And introverts are, you know, the inverse. They can be yeah. wildly effective on some things and wildly ineffective on others. Um, how do you match those two kind of communication styles together to be effective? You have a lot of practice being married to an introvert as an extrovert. Yeah. So um, I feel like we're, we're both the extremes, right? <laughs> okay. So we both help like balance each other out. If he wasn't there to be like, hey, check yourself. Hey, you're, you're not eating again because you're like getting too busy. Right, like yep. make sure you feed yourself. Like that type of stuff. I don't have I, that problem. I, yeah, yeah, I would be like, just go, go, go. I just want to talk to all. So like at, before our hustle project events, he would have to like make me eat mm. because I'd just be so freaking excited mm-hmm. like a kid. And I was like, I'm not even hungry. Mm-hmm. I'm fine, you know? <laughs> and then I'm like sick the next day. I, I called it a hustle hangover because <laughs> just all of it, you know what I mean? Like just go, 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 yeah. go. And then you just crash. And so I kind of feel like I'm the same for him. So we, we tease. He Are you guys familiar with the Enneagram? personality yes. test yep. a little bit yeah what number are you do you know oh somebody told us on one of our other guests told me what i was seven two no maybe it was seven seven i you think it was like seven. seven that might be right yeah yeah i could see that do, what's your number <laughs> i've never taken it I, okay i'll send you the link so okay. you can take it okay. but my husband is a one okay. and so their personality they're the perfectionist they analyze everything they like systems they also don't understand why you're doing everything mm-hmm. not right, mm-hmm. right? And so he gets analysis paralysis. Mm-hmm. Where me, I'm like, this feels good in my gut. I know I'm so excited. And then he's like, well, let's analyze it, mm-hmm. right? And so then he'll kind of help me like strategically make like, oh, this like numbers, right? Like let's crunch these numbers and make sure that like looks good. And I'm like, why are you crushing my dream? Okay. Why don't <laughs> you believe know. in me? I already yeah. feel it here. Yeah. <laughs> so then kind of like working that out and then being like, oh, actually, yeah, numbers are power. Like knowing that then you can make educated business decisions, not just like a hope and a dream. Right. Yeah. And like hope this works out, you know, <laughs> yeah. that it's really helped me learn that side of it and then vice versa he's told me that sometimes he's like you just have to, i just know i have to go for it mm. i just have to trust my gut and like just try it you gotta take a chance yeah okay so what number are you i'm a three a three okay so what is a three a how three, do you define a three a three is the achiever okay uh-huh so um we really like we feel our success or we feel our value is like in our success so mm. we have to really like work on that mm-hmm. but we're also really good like doers and dreamers yeah. and love to be with people and stuff like that so yeah. Hmm. Yeah. okay okay we're back to the timeline now okay. so uh, then how do we get to where you're at now okay so from the boutique i moved to a couple of different um spots and and i had a lot of resistance to leaving that first spot mm-hmm. it, i was actually like in a closet that they converted for me and um I loved it like I loved it I thought it was amazing and my husband's like Tisha you're in a closet (laughs) like you can leave that like that's fine but I also was like no I'm so loyal like Mm. I I want to like keep supporting and he's like you still can right and so then making that like first move because I also was starting to get employees because I also was like I was also a competitive dance coach at the time. So I was doing my business two days a week for like four hours. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I, I don't want to give up more of my 
family time. And so I need to start hiring people on. And I felt like I couldn't really do that in the closet. Mm -hmm. So moving to like several different places and then learning more about like booth rent and working with people in like more of the beauty industry, Mm -hmm. which I feel like spray tans are like a hidden secret because Mm -hmm. it's like your back door into the beauty industry Mm -hmm. without having to pay 20 grand to go to beauty school. Right. Yeah. And, And it's really cool that we can like be a part of that world in a way. And they're so... They're so great. And actually, like the spray tan community, we all support each other and, and help each other. Where um, That's what I also wanted to bring with the nonprofit is like, like everyone's welcome. Like I'm not going to make it where only one hairstylist can come, one banker can come. Like all of you come. We can all learn something for everyone. And I was feeling a little bit in, in like the women entrepreneur, we were all craving that. Right. Like we were all wanting that in our business and then some newbie would come in and want to like alpha wolf. And we're like, oh, we don't do that here. (laughs) We're actually like you can sit with us. We are ready to go. So when I brought on my products, so I'm now in this, um, I think it was like a a 10 by 13 room Mm -hmm. that I was renting at Elusive. And again, loved it there. I was like, I don't I'm not leaving. Okay, but my boxes from all of my product, I was having a hard time fitting in the 10 room. Ten by thirteen isn't huge. No, yeah. and I packed a lot of crap in there. Like <laughs> it, it's shocking when we moved out. But um, then I was like, and that was always my dream was to have my own storefront, like my sign on the building. Um, that was like my dream, and so we started looking. Took forever. All the spots like weren't in the best location, or just it just wasn't the right fit. And then when we found this one, and it was actually between me and a chiropractor, the landlord told me, and um, they picked me. And they probably could have got a lot more money. You know what I mean? But, like, they picked me, and I asked them if I could paint the ceiling pink. And they let me. Like, (laughs) they did not have to do that. But I'm so grateful that I'm – I'm there in that spot and we're neighbors and the, the influx that I've seen from my clients and like just people walking in has grown so much. And Mm -hmm. that was a risk because I'm Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I've, I've never done that before. And so that was a big risk to take, but, um, it's, it's been well, well worth it. Yeah. At Eastside Oak Credit Union, we're a full-service business lending center. We can help with all of your needs, from a small startup all the way to a large enterprise and everything in between. Our commercial loan officers will work with you to understand your business and to help get you to the next level. Come check us out at eastsideocu.org slash business. I, I wanted to ask you about you moving to this new spot, and I'm sure there's all kind of kinds of anxiety about moving to a new. Anytime there's something oh, yeah. like big and new, big it's change, scary, yeah. Right? Uh huh. So what kinds of things did you do to ensure that that was going to work? Other than paint the ceiling, yeah, pink. paint the yeah. ceiling pink. Um, I cr- I want I knew that I wanted to create a lot of hype around it. I feel like, especially for like my my customers, my clients, all of that. Um, they, they love the hype and mm-hmm. like I've, I've shared with them from the very beginning, like all of it, um, during one of my big sales, I got, um, default pumps on my mooses. And so they were leaking oh. all over the place and mm-hmm. shipping like thousands of dollars, right? Like down the drain. 
And so I was like devastated. I'm not sure what to do. Like these people also trusted me with this product. Mm -hmm. And I had a friend that was like, hey, I need some mousse. And I'm like, Ashley, I can't give you it. It's leaking. <laughs> like I'm, I'm trying to fix it. I'm so, and she's like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care that it's leaking. I just need it. And I was like, do people not care? <laughs> what? And so this idea was born and I called it my leaky bottle sale. <laughs> I love it. And gave them like a discount and sold out. That's crazy. And then my manufacturer that was like trying to help me, she was like, oh, I'm like sending you new... And I'm like, they're gone. Yeah, I sold like, them. Like I sold them. Mm -hmm. And so that was also... I, I found like my people rallied like behind me in that and that was so cool and um so when I was getting ready to move into this space I was like I again my people love hype so I'm like I want to throw a party I want to do a big grand opening and I want to invite other people to be involved and I want to support other people's businesses in it and so I mean that that was one thing that we did and then also um getting connected with some other people that would like work with my clients too. So like my friend Courtney, she does her permanent jewelry there. Mm. And so she was a part of it and we did an influencer night. Mm. So actually before our grand opening, we had local influencer come, influencers come. And these were already my friends because I'd mm. gone to these events, right? Like I'd already made those connections and so invited them and I did it in a Kardashian way. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I wanted it to be so stupid cute that they're like i cannot not share this uh -huh. so we got chocolate hearts that they had to break open and it had their invite in it <laughs> and like they got to come to this night and they got tans oh, and they great. got to come get jewelry like it was just really fun so again like creating this this vibe and including the other people is what really helped you know for the grand opening and then yeah, it's just like continued. Yeah. I actually remember you doing that. Oh, you do? And Bailey's I follow, followed you for a long time, oh actually. Yeah. And I follow all these local influencers and um, created so much hype. I was like, all the cool kids are doing it. I <laughs> want to be a part of this. Yeah. And so, FOMO. Definitely, creating the yep, FOMO. You yeah. definitely did yeah. that. It was amazing. I, yeah, because I get that. Because So I. that's another thing that I do. If something works on me, I'm gonna try to like duplicate that mm. do i pay extra money just to use pink gloves in my salon yes i do <laughs> because marketing works on me mm -hmm. so then mm -hmm. i know if i come out with like a, another exfoliating mitt if i make it a fun color that that might work for someone else like yeah i think people really appreciate detail mm -hmm. right yeah. like little yeah. details they don't mean a lot, but they really mean a lot too. It's exactly like all of the like for example, like all of the detail that you guys have like put into this, it gives it a whole different if we were just like in your basement. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, this is funny, but I this is something that happened yesterday actually. Um, we're opening this new space and we got this staff that was going into this space uh, a coffee machine, which is fine. Um, but it looked it was <laughs> It's like one you would see at like a truck stop or something, right? Okay, yeah. It's like, guys, we can, let's get them a nice espresso machine, right? We don't have to make them feel like they're just going to a truck stop to get coffee, right? Yeah. We can, and it's a little thing and it costs like a tiny bit more, mm -hmm. but it makes such a huge difference. It's just little things like that really, really matter. That's Pink true. gloves, 
They matter. Yeah, like every one of our clients, they get one of my chapsticks, mm -hmm. and those are my business cards. Mm -hmm. And I do that strategically so it doesn't just get like folded and like lost in their Throw purse. In the trash they or think yeah. about me every time mm -hmm. they put that on, and it's fun. Well, think about it. every time you order something like online and it shows up and they put a keychain in there mm -hmm. along with mm -hmm. your, or a sticker or something like that. It's like basically worthless, but you feel so good about it. It's You're true. so happy about yeah, it. Yeah, it is mm -hmm. so yeah. true. Those yeah. experiences matter. Um, I love it. It's incredible. So what's next for you and your business? Okay. Where are you so guys going? now, now I've been noticing, I, I hardly spray now. Like yeah. my awesome employees, they do that. And the way that I train them is that you spray like Tisha. Like everyone mm. should spray the exact same. So when you come in, you're getting the exact same experience. Is t-shirt spray like Tisha? That, no, that's a really good yeah, idea. Yeah, I'd like to see some of those. <laughs> that's really yeah. good. I mean, their shirt says Sun Gun Girl on it. but like it. And they have to wear pink tennis shoes. I but, love it. <laughs> um, but now I'm noticing I've been, I keep getting pushed into this role of people wanting like to be trained by me and my mentoring and stuff like that. And so... I was resistant to that for a long little bit. Did you feel like you'd be giving away like your secret no, or anything? No, or? actually, no. I felt like, who who am I? Mm. How I don't know what I'm doing. What? Why do you want? I'm still just figuring it out, right? I'm just going with my gut. As my husband's over there, like, let's put it in a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but then I really, especially with being in this role with the hustle project. Um, just kind of facing it till I made it, right? And then always being put in kind of like this role. Um, and then it kept happening. And I kept trying to like push it off to other people. And it just kept coming back that I was like, fine, fine, okay? All right. And then I embraced it and I started doing more spray tan trainings. And that's where I felt I actually love it. Mm. Like I love the education side of it because I put so much – of my own like twist on everything because I no one likes to feel new mm -hmm. at anything. No one likes to be a beginner and no one wants to look like an idiot in front mm -hmm. of someone. Yeah. And so I worked like extra hard to eliminate problems before they even started. So when I was first spray tanning people too, when I was mobile, I would spray them with a headlamp and oh. a paint roller to like blend ankles and stuff like that yeah so so wrap that around your mind i, I will say if i showed up to get a tan and you <laughs> came out roll. with a paint roller i'd be like I, maybe i picked the wrong place here. actually i don't feel well can you leave thank you um oh my goodness. yeah and so i feel like i i had to go through all of that and i was like i don't want anyone else yeah to have to go through that and i felt like because i had to take so many different spray tan courses not mm. one had everything and then it's not just like your technique. It's the whole bedside manner of it. It's like, how do you take... Because in it, several years ago, spray tans used to be like $25. Mm. I'm the most expensive one here. People pay me $70 to almost $100 for a spray mm -hmm. tan. So I really had to like bring that value to it. And in the beginning, because I had grown so much in such a short amount of time, when people would ask me, oh, how long have you had your business? I would literally cringe. <laughs> Because I didn't want to tell them that answer. I didn't yeah. want to tell them, like, What did you oh. say? I would be like, oh, my gosh, for a while. A while here. I don't know. <laughs> it feels like forever. <laughs> and it had been, like, not even a year yet mm -hmm. or something. But I felt like it made me seem like the, I wasn't. It's the mind of a marketer right there. Yeah, right? totally. Like, oh, a little while. 
feels like oh, forever. True. It's so funny. <laughs> so true. But I didn't want I didn't want them to see me as not an expert right. in my field. And so I I then dove into it even deeper to because I hated that feeling. So I was like, I want to, I literally want to be an expert. Mm -hmm. So I did all of the things and learned all of the things. And so then I think that that's what attributed to me, like standing out is because I, I worked so hard at that. So then in my course, that's what I packed in is like, not only are you learning like techniques and all solutions and like people's skin and blah, 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 but like also how do you talk to people? How do you make them feel comfortable? How do you, and then how do you help troubleshoot? How do you help spray someone that maybe is a little bit more curvier? Their skin is going to be a little bit different. Or, or how do you help someone that has like, um, like some different like skin conditions where they literally don't have like pigment in their skin or something like, and so. What kind of paint roller do you use? Exactly. Yeah. We eliminated the paint roller. So I'm happy to announce that. And then one of my biggest fears was like, what, what equipment do I buy? Mm, yeah. What solution do I, like there's so many out there mm. and I don't want to make, I only have this amount of money. I don't want to make a wrong decision. And so in mine, I was like, I want to eliminate all of the sh stressful stuff that I can. And I want to just let you have the most fun you can yeah. with it. Cause starting your business is so fun. Yeah. It's exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. And I don't want the stress of it to like wash out the fun, like that fun. Cause you never get it back. It's like your wedding day. Right. Right. Yeah. If you're like stressed out the whole time and then, and so now I feel like that's maybe my favorite part is I get to help them. It's like, I'm getting a taste of that again Yeah. <laughs> through them. Yeah. But yeah. So I like, it's all packaged into one. I literally send them their equipment. I send, I call it a business in a box. I mm -hmm. send you everything to your doorstep and so that's what I found has been really fun is figuring out what to package into that and so I could be anywhere in the world really and participate in this right yeah. mm -hmm. so how could I how could I participate in your school like how, how could I learn how to do this yeah so a lot of people they'll they'll come to me I've had people that have come from Texas Georgia um I was going to say Alaska. That's not, she didn't come from Alaska. It was Alabama. She went on a cruise to Alaska. Yeah. One, <laughs> of, one of those eight states. Um, anyways, but they can come and I literally like shut down the salon and you get one-on-one -on -one, like hands-on oh, cool. with me. Yeah. yeah. Like live models. Like I spray aside, I hand it to you, you spray aside. Wow. So it's literally like hands-on. Like my whole goal is when you leave, you're like, I'm charging $45 for my tan. I'm confident in that. I can fold my tent what I can tell you your skin tone right now like mm -hmm. they're just it's packed in there mm -hmm. um and then there's also like the online version which is like everything that I do like for like every we go through it the exact same way just the online version and then I just send them their box amazing yeah really really cool yeah it's been fun okay so is that the side of your business you really want to grow is that what you're yeah, I'm finding too. that's that's more where I'm I'm being pulled. Mm -hmm. So I just started um, several months ago. It was a new idea, and because I was doing what I called trade secret calls, mm -hmm. where people could book a call with me, and I would literally tell you any secrets if mm -hmm. you wanted to know, but you know, like or about like in my industry, about any of it, and um, those were doing like really well. But I hated having to mark off an hour of my time. Um, especially around like kids schedules and stuff it it just it felt a little like draining of my energy and I love Marco Polo yeah okay it's easy it's in the moment and I my word for this year was effortless I want my business to feel effortless mm -hmm. 
because last year it felt like a prison. So <laughs> I was doing some work. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, what if I did Marco mentoring? Mm-hmm. Where people oh, could great do the exact same thing, but it's in the moment. Yeah. It's literally like when you have that question or you need it, like you get on and you talk to me and it's like the back and forth. And so I watched it a couple months ago and it was a test and mm. it did awesome. Uh, yeah. And so I was like, okay, um, cool. Well, we, okay, awesome. We'll run with that. So now I've been um, diving more into like the coaching and mentoring mm-hmm. side. And I'm actually going to California in October to speak at an event. They wanted me to come and I'm talking about Enneagrams and like personality and oh, stuff. Because that's, that's so I, yeah. I love it. And the first time I heard about it was when I went to Susie's school. Oh, okay. And it yeah. was so fascinating to me and just how you use it in your business and mm. everything. And so now I'm diving like more into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh. Okay. I have so many questions for you. This is okay. so you're Let's so go. interesting. Let's go. Stuff. Okay. So I, I have to ask this because this is the one that I've wanted to ask before you ever showed up. Okay. Great. What? You gotta have some stories. You gotta have some like funny <laughs> stories about tans that you've done. Oh gosh. People that have come in. Okay. What are some of your favorite stories? I mean, the only one that really like comes to mind which was actually kind of like traumatic for my employee oh, no. and we had to come up with like a lot of boundaries and rules for oh, that no. afterwards but she had a male client come in okay we require them to wear bottoms okay that's just okay it's what we do right okay. and he did not want to <laughs> and she was like well you gotta <laughs> and he was like i'll just wear a sock Oh, oh no. And I was like, so she tells me after this, and I'm like, you told him to leave, right? And she's like, no. <laughs> oh, no. So she sprayed, but, and his oh, girlfriend no. was there, so she felt like okay with it. She's like, I just wanted him gone. Oh, and my gosh. so she sprayed him, and after that, I was like, you, you tell them to leave next time. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's not okay. Yeah. But that's kind of like the only one that really. Really, that, like, comes to mind. Oh, I do have one. Okay, okay. okay. So a client came in, and I don't really spray anymore. Mm-hmm. But unless, like, friends and family mm-hmm. want to, then they can, like, reach out and, like, I'll make my schedule work yeah. for them. So she had reached out. She was getting ready to have her baby, like, that weekend. And I was like, cool, come in. We'll get you sprayed. Sprayed her. 30 minutes later, she messages me and is like, my water broke. Oh, what do I do? Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, oh, you you hop in the shower. Uh-huh. She's like, is there any way to save my tan? I'm like, no, you go to the hospital. It's <laughs> she's like, did I wear it long enough to even like let it do its thing? And I was like, maybe. Maybe, <laughs> but maybe you should really go to the yeah. hospital. I love like, that. That's her concern. Rinse, rinse off real quick and then head on in. <laughs> yeah, but that one was that one was funny. Oh my goodness, that's yeah. so funny. Okay, so. You do a lot of mentoring kind of stuff in your career sort of evolved into that. Yeah. Um, what kind of advice would you give to a more generalized crowd, right? Like of just young entrepreneurs, business owners, what kinds of things would you tell them as they're just starting a new business? You got to do these, these things. Okay. I, I love this question and I feel like get out of your own way. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, um, I, and I wish I would have known this in the beginning, like how much your mindset affects all of it. So you can have all these great strategies, all these great marketing plans, but if your mindset is garbage, like 
you ain't going to be do you you're not going to do anything mm-hmm. right like it's going to keep stopping you your ego is going to be like you're trash like who are you 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 can't do this like that's literally the things that go on in your mind yeah and so putting in the work in the beginning of like protecting that mindset mm. and um because i didn't do that until later on right like when i was going to these events and like oh my gosh yeah yeah. I, I can choose not to think that I'm garbage. That's amazing. <laughs> right? And so, um, and like affirmations and then, um, but also, I mean, I, I built my business solely on social media mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't like social media. Mm. And so in my mentoring and stuff, a lot of it is me trying to help them like get out of this feel of feeling like they're vain or like into themselves. Mm-hmm. Right? Cause that's how we're raised. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to be right. You want to be Humble. humble. And, yeah, yeah. And there and there's a difference between being humble and being cocky and being mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And so being able to show more of yourself on social media, which I did in the very beginning, mm-hmm. um, because I wanted people to feel like they were my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I it felt better. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to show all different sides of me. So then when they came in, they I mean when they're your friend, like you want to support your friends, you're going to support the crap out of your friends. Right. right? And so, um, in the beginning, if they can just get into just sharing their life, like I love to share all the time, like weird things about myself. Like I hate spoons. I hate eating (laughs) with spoons. It's weird. I don't understand it. (laughs) Working on it in therapy. I don't know. And like, what what do you like eating with? Forks? A, f- a fork? That's yeah. like the one Chopsticks? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Chopsticks yeah. you're fine with? <laughs> no, chopsticks are weird. I can't figure don't like them those out. Either. No. Okay, what, what's wrong with the spoon? I don't know. <laughs> so I can't figure it out. I don't know if it's like hitting my teeth mm. or if it's like, I don't know. Like so soup, what? I will use a oh, fork. Okay. Oh, interesting. Oh. Ice cream, a fork. I. How do you get the liquid? Do you drink it? I just. You just don't eat it. I don't know. You just go fast I, enough that it <laughs> flips into your mouth like that? I don't know. What? But cereal, I'll use a spoon. And if it's a plastic spoon, I'm fine. Metal oh, it's a spoon. metal spoon. Yeah, mm. I don't know, you guys. I don't know what happened in my childhood. But oh, oh, I feel okay like we that. could... Uh, Maybe let's cancel the rest of the podcast <laughs> and just talk about this. I'm going to jump in here. Okay, Zach, what if, what, what if someone handed you some tomato soup <laughs> and you had a fork? How, how does that process okay, work so for you? I would, I would do it, but I think I use the spoon weird. <laughs> I don't think I put like my full... Is there a spoon over here on... by chance? I know. Uh, I don't know. I don't I know, wanted a guys. demonstration of how you might use it. No, I'm not. I'm, but like if I eat tomato soup, I dip my sandwich in it. Mm. So I'm and actually not even using... the tomato soup. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. I know. Huh. You guys, I feel all like right, I opened a kettle uh, let's, here. I'm let's sorry. scratch all these out. Um, <laughs> Any more spoon questions here? I'm just kidding. But, but the, the point of Sorry, the whole spoon yeah. thing, right, yeah, is like sh- you never know what's going to be relatable to someone. Yeah, yeah. So when I started sharing, this was like a crazy – so my my son, Brooks, at the time, I think he was like five, four or five, and it was his birthday, and I was like, I feel like I should share on Instagram about his – eating issues Mm. so he has an eating aversion is Mm -hmm. what it's called it's basically it's an eating disorder for kids Mm -hmm. and he developed it when he was younger because he had acid reflux and so he eats food it hurts I don't want to eat food and so we he had to go into like eating therapy it was crazy and so I had this weird 
thought that like I should share this Mm -hmm. and I talked about it and talked about how we put him in school early so he could be around his peers and see that like they had food on their plates and Mm -hmm. they were okay and it might lead him more into like positive peer pressure to like get him to try new stuff and it did and it was awesome Mm -hmm. it was an experiment and it went well could have went one of two ways right yeah and so I was on there and I was like sharing and afterwards I was like that was so stupid why did I do that and I went to delete it and when right before I went to delete it a mom had messaged me and was like I think my daughter has this Mm. what what did you do what did what like tell me more about this and so then I was like Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so you're going to want to like talk to your pediatrician. You're going to want to do this. Like, and she just felt so seen in that moment. And she was able to like go in and like get help that that moment I was like, this is why I need, you need to like share certain things. Cause you never know who it's going to help and who it's going to like relate to. Yeah. Same thing when I share my husband in hunting season mm-hmm. and all of his, <laughs> you guys, okay and it's funny how many people those are my best ones right is when he is talking about and trying to sell me on this new thing that he needs to get so then he can come back because he killed all the stuff so then he can come back home to me sooner Uh and then (laughs) it's so funny the wives that will get on and message me and be like my husband is dying right now (laughs) listening to your so it's like the husband's listening through the wife on their instagram and so then again then they're like oh my gosh i feel you my husband got those same binoculars and he didn't come home any sooner either like so it's just so funny like if you can get on there and just share everything like Mm -hmm. everything is content Mm -hmm. and if you can do it in a way of like saving memories Mm. not so much thinking like what's content what's not just like i want to document all the memories it makes it a little bit flow a little bit easier and then as you're like working that creative muscle you know what connects well with your followers Mm. to like gain those like genuine connections which is what instagram is about that's why i love it right yeah you know i I can't remember if I heard somebody say this or if I read it, but they said, um, if you're creating content, if you have to create content, then you're doing it wrong. You mm-hmm. should just be the content. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I love you get that. you get burned out otherwise. Like you can't just Yeah, it's not sustainable. Of, yeah. Otherwise that becomes your whole job mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. creating content. You know, and I love how you highlighted this thing that um, there's so much ugliness in the world generally and so much ugliness on the internet. What you just described is the case study for why social media is beautiful, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being able to connect to a mother who's going through a similar thing. I saw one of the videos you had where you were teaching somebody how to um, give a, a haircut to a child who, with autism. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's amazing, right? Because somebody needs to know that. Yeah. And I didn't look at the comments that were on that. but. Yeah. And again, um, it has nothing to do with my business. Right. Like yeah. my business has, my business page has literally morphed in to all of it. And the right. one, guess which ones hit the best yeah. is right. when it's about my family. It's right. about me throwing a murder right. mystery party for my sisters. <laughs> like my husband hunting. Mm-hmm. It's annoying. Yeah. No, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I just worked so hard on this reel about my moose and then I post about your stupid elk call and it gets better. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. I, it, I it's, it's so funny like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. I, I've done videos where I'm like, uh, for sure this is going to kill. It's never and it just ones. bombs. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And then something that feels like so benign and boring. Doesn't it just hurt takes your off heart? And you're like, this is yeah. just irritating. Yeah. yeah. Can't get attached to anything. No. 
Yeah. Drives me crazy. Okay. What other pieces of advice do you have for like the young entrepreneur just starting? Like start, like start collaborating with people, mm. like infiltrating yourself into that. Infiltrating. I like that yeah. word there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Cause it's literally what it is. There's like this bubble of it and yeah. like, if you can get into it, which is like going to events, right? Like it's mm-hmm. who you know mm-hmm. in there, then I feel like it just helps you get in front of the people that you need and they need you. Yeah. Yeah. Very few businesses operate like in a vacuum, right? There's a whole mm-hmm. community around those people, which is part of what makes them successful. You know, one of the problems that um, maybe a, uh, an introvert entrepreneur might have, which makes them fantastic entrepreneurs, by the way, yeah. is going to the event, right? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. is interacting with the people, is building the network and and infiltrating into the community, right? (laughs) Um, And so one of the tricks that I've seen used that I think works really, really well is you probably know an extrovert, bring them. Yeah, Mm. that's a great point. Bring them along. That's a really great point. I mean, at a lot of our events, like we had a lot of people that would be like, I just, I don't like groups. Yeah. I just don't want, I'm like, you can come sit next to me. Yeah. Like, right? So I think that's a great point that you brought up. Like, and and I feel like that's, you can also, it doesn't have to be, maybe fully like live like you can do the exact same thing mm-hmm. in people's dms right that's right you know sending them a voice memo mm-hmm. will really you or you introverts are going to be a little like oh. <laughs> I say that? but it does it like hits a little bit differently it's that's a little right. bit more personable um in them but but yeah i'm, gl- I'm glad that you brought that up because that's very true yeah when my wife and i go to a party or something she doesn't want to go she never wants mm-hmm. to go to stuff mm-hmm. like that and um Usually how it goes is I'll talk to people and she just sits there and like eats cheese or whatever, <laughs> or whatever. And it's perfect for her. And she, and we go home and she's like, that was a great party. I had a great time. <laughs> I, it was, so if you're an introvert, yeah, bring an extroverted friend or partner or whatever that can help shield you, but you can yeah. still participate and be part of it. Yeah. 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 I like that. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to ask this too, because I think you've got some really interesting experiences around this. Um, We've talked about advice you would give to the like new entrepreneur, just starting out. What about the person who's been in it for a few years and they're like, it's just not picking up steam Mm -hmm. the way I want it to. What would you tell them? What kind of advice would you give that person? Same thing. Same thing. Check your mindset. Mm. Mm. Like what what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on like scarcity mm. or are you focusing like on abundance? Because mm-hmm. that's a totally different feeling in your body. Mm-hmm. And what are you doing activities that are like bringing, bringing you energy or are they stealing energy from you? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times what I'm finding, cause with my mentoring, like that's, that is what it is. It's a great mix of like newbies and veteran people. Right. One of the girls I met, she's been in the industry long. She's been in my industry for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. I've been in it five. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we've been really kind of working on with her of like where, where where were we focusing at like what actually brings you joy in your business and like how do we share and we noticed that she stopped sharing her on Mm. on her page like it just is like pictures of her services and like everything and that's great but i'm like i think that's what we're missing no Mm -hmm. they're gonna go to you know denise down the road if she's sharing you know about her Mm. 
right? I don't know. And maybe that's just the secret sauce that worked well for me, but from that's what I enjoy looking at. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm going to compare between going to, like, one other person, I won't go to my friend. Totally. So that that's what I would say is, like, checking your mindset. So what, what kind of – I think you're right. What kind of tools would you say, hey, your mind's not in the right place, right? You're in a bad headspace. Here's what you should do. To get back where you need to be. Yeah. Okay. So my, my first step, because it's not like you can just be like, um, your mind is trash. <laughs> right? Like people are they're, they're That's what I do. Right? There's something wrong up there. Yeah. We're going to fix it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I feel like it's kind of like slowly kind of easing them into that. And it's for, I'm going to be like, I want, what's your personality type? Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's take this Enneagram test. I want to learn a little bit more mm-hmm. about you. You know, if, if they're a nine, that's going to mean like they are scared to make decisions mm-hmm. in, in fear of that someone else, they're going to hurt someone else. So then that kind of tells me a little bit more how to help like structure them around it and stuff. And then, and the next chipping away is I'm going to want to know, like, I, I make all of them read um, I'm a Badass at Making Money. Mm. It's a great book, and it has a lot about mindset, but in almost in like a camouflaged way where you're like, ooh, I'm, I'm learning skills, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but um, And I love audio books. That's just yeah. the type of learner that I am. And um, so I'm, I tell them, like, listen to this. Like, go to the gym, go to somewhere, and just listen to it. Because for me, that's my secret weapon mm. of when I come mm. up with the best ideas. It, it's not even like what she's really talking about, but it helps get my mind yeah. thinking differently. Right. Mm-hmm. And so having them read that and then um, like checking what they're doing with like their morning routine. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is just being stuck in like patterns mm-hmm. and kind of disrupting that pattern and like helping them just kind of, again, like thinking differently, listening to like self-help books and, and, and doing that work just kind of helps like jumpstart you back. Eastside Credit Union offers business accounts that will fit your needs. We have dividend earning checking accounts and high yield savings accounts, like our brand new Velocity Money Market that earns up to 2%. Check us out at eastsideocu.org slash business. So I want to ask, what's your morning routine like then? Okay, so I'm in the middle of shaking it up right now. I love it. Yeah. You, You said something that I think is so powerful. Disrupt the pattern. Yeah. Right. Like if mm-hmm. you're in a funk, you gotta you gotta disrupt it. Right. Yeah. You just have to do things different. Yeah. It's great. Okay. So so coming off off of summer, like summer's weird. Like give everyone just give yourself summer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm not the type of person to be like I'm gonna wake up at 5 a.m. Go mm-hmm. to the gym, mm-hmm. read my scripture. Like no. <laughs> so I wake up when my kids come into my room mm-hmm. for school. And then from the and I'm setting a new rule that I I don't look at my phone for an hour mm. because learning more about my personality um, that was one of the things that was suggested to me in this new book that mm. I'm reading for this because I'm studying up when I go to this retreat to speak mm-hmm. and um, it was saying that like you'll immediately go into achieving mode and mm. like work 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 and like you'll your anxiety will start to come up so just leave your phone off for the first hour of your day and so um, I've been doing that. And that already just helps me kind of like focus. And basically I go and I do all my kid things and then I come back and like that's when I I check my emails and I check my inbox and like stuff like that. Um, And working a lot on, um, so I'm in this program right now, this coaching program, and she's having us do like we write our gratitude list. I think that's so powerful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It really, I, I realize like, 
like oh yeah like I'm grateful for this but actually like digging down deeper Mm. just certain things that like happen throughout the day like oh I was able you know Remy sent me a message on her watch today at school that she's having the best day (laughs) and she hopes I'm having the best day (laughs) you know just like little things like that mainly I want to remember so for me it's more of a remember list but it, it is like a gratitude list but for some reason, that just kind of like hits differently. Is like my remember mm. list, um, and then I'm I'm trying to also I have like a a new thing that I do on my phone, and I pull up, it's like my to do list, mm-hmm. and so keeping track of these, I have a constant fear that I'm going to be forgetting something, mm-hmm. and so this is my like yeah. For those of you who can't see your phone, it's like her homepage. And it's just a, a widget with like all of her to-do mm-hmm. lists. Yeah. And I've used like Mine other... Mine has like the weather and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that's probably yeah. better. <laughs> and I've used other programs before. And for some reason, uh, um, I mean, a friend randomly a long time ago, like mentioned this one to me mm-hmm. that it worked well for her. And so I, I tried that and it, it does good. It's not like this huge ongoing, right? It's like today. Mm-hmm. Let's focus on our stuff today. And then I have those other lists that are just like all of the stuff in your brain right but so my my morning routine is ever evolving but i'm making those little those little changes implementing those because i feel like sometimes if you try to do all of it at once at least for me it makes me feel like i'm i'm suffocating and i'm gonna fail at it Mm. right so i'm trying to just do those little those little things that feel good that fit into my life yeah that's awesome um okay so you have children yeah how do you balance home life, work life, all your other obligations. How do you do that? So I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't be- I don't believe in balance. Well, okay, great. Let's talk about it. Um, I don't think that there's I think it's just like naturally there's things that are non-negotiables for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I want to take Remy to dance. Mm-hmm. I was a dance teacher that brings me joy. It brings her so much joy like I that I could have the nanny take her, but like that's something I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so I just make I schedule my time around that mm-hmm. I make my, you know I have my nanny like pick up my kids Monday and Tuesdays mm-hmm. and then I get to take her on Wednesdays or Thursdays <laughs> whenever her schedule is <laughs> oh my goodness okay um yeah to heck with balance yeah <laughs> yeah. So, yeah so basically and that was like a, a thing that I I wanted to really study in the beginning is like how do I do this mm-hmm. how do I do this right how do I be mom how do I mm-hmm. be a wife how do I run my businesses and I, and I learned that just by labeling it of like the bounce, like I don't think that that's actually, it's all just seasons. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Like when my kids were younger and I was doing, my, my schedule and my flexibility was a little bit different. And then as they grew up and now they're both in school, now, now I can be here mm-hmm. and, and do this type of stuff. So I feel like it's just ever changing and evolving and just knowing that like everything's just a season. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if that's helpful, but that's no, how I, totally. I, I I've do it. always said that um, when people talk about like balance in their life, um, they make the mistake of condensing that into a one day time period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that is impossible. Mm-hmm. What you're looking for is a balanced life. Yeah. Not a balanced day or week even. Yeah. Um, and you think about it like anything that you're going to do that's extraordinary requires extraordinary effort. Right. Like when you went to college, your life was wildly unbalanced, slanted towards school. Right. Um, When you first have a child, your life is wildly unbalanced towards that child. And that's okay, Right. That's all right. Because you're looking for 
the balanced life in its totality, not just every day has got to have X amount percent in each bucket because right. that's just unreasonable. It's true. And, and, and piggybacking off of that, but what you're saying is like, right, like different things are going to need to pull your focus right. during these different seasons of life and removing that guilt. If you're like, mm-hmm. my kids are sick today and they need me. I'm, I, I wasn't able to post my reel or promote whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it's your business. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're late to your – it's your party, yeah. right? It doesn't matter if you're if you're late to it. It'll still be there. And I feel like sometimes in the, in the hustle of it, you feel like if you don't keep going, someone else is going to pass you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just not true. That's just like a limiting belief type yeah. thing, yeah. right? Like, it's, it's yours. It'll still be there. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. – I don't believe in this – and I used to – of like losing that momentum or like, oh, we got to keep going. We mm. got to whatever. But yeah, I like that. And another thing, and I don't know if this is like woohoo and going into the whole spoon situation. <laughs> <laughs> but I've also been diving into this a little bit more. And I just learned this not that long ago. But us women around our cycles like affect us in our business. Mm. And not many people know that. I you heard it first here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like it's, and I'm still researching it and I'm still trying to dive into it more, but it's so true. Like I can literally track when I'm like, yes, let's go. I'm going to do this. And then all of a sudden I'm like, set it all on fire. Yeah. I'm done. Right. And, yeah. and then us women are feeling like, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Like I'm yeah. seeing, you know, Becky over here and she's doing it. And why am I not? And it's, you can literally track it in in your cycle and stuff and there's like books about it that women will actually like schedule things in their business and like launches that they have going on around Mm. their cycle dang thoughts on that (laughs) (laughs) have you ever thought about it i have to say about that yeah i don't think i've really thought about it but now that you say i'm like light bulb yeah so now start like Start just kind of thinking about it. So they, they say that like your your cycle has like seasons. So you have your fall, winter, spring, Should summer. Should I come back? Yeah, no, this? you're great. This okay. is good for oh, you. Okay. okay. So um, like in your like your spring, summer, that's when you're like coming out of like being on your cycle, right? And like mm-hmm. that's when you're going to have your, your biggest ideas, your most motivation, mm-hmm. like all of your ideas are coming. And then as you start to like fall into that, that's when you're going to start to notice like you're going to be less motivated. And just the knowledge behind that, you can be like, oh, I'm not, I'm not like failing. I just need a minute. Mm-hmm. Like I just need to wait until my like spring, summer is coming back. But I'm, I'm also trying to figure out like, okay, but we still have to do things. Like, yeah. yes, you can like, oh man, this sucks. So I'm trying to like dive a little bit deeper into that to figure out, well, what can we do to help us like get through those times mm. a little bit better but hmm. yeah like I said I don't know if it's woohoo but you'll have to it's, start yeah, to notice interesting. yeah no I think that's great I think it's probably not talked about enough and Mm-mm. so I think that's really important mm. you know we probably don't have much of a male following I, after well, this last <laughs> minute but you know it's gonna it's gonna attract the people that need it right? yeah yeah but that's right. um also I think because there's like a lot of shame in, mm-hmm. like with women too mm-hmm. I think that's why it's not mm-hmm. talked about because mm-hmm. no one I, I think it's good for people that are like oh I also feel that way too oh mm-hmm. it's normal oh cool okay like I shared about this not that long ago on my Instagram mm-hmm. and I was like look at what I found and like the response was insane mm-hmm. 
again. So I'm like, I, I don't know. This is new for me too. I'm just here. I just mm. work here. But yeah. <laughs> Fascinating. Um, <laughs> it's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Hey, it could help you with your wife or, you know, it, yeah. it could be. In, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Reasonable. Not, not feeling motivated. Yeah. Be like, what season are you on? Yeah. <laughs> You're out of season right yeah. now. Yeah. Right? Um, hey, I wanted to ask you this. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times, you know, an entrepreneur, they've been into it for a couple of years, and, and you hear the term burnout. I'm burnt out. First of all, have you ever felt a little burnout before on your business? Oh, and and oh, how do yeah. you work through it? Okay, so that was like last year, right? Okay. When I was like mentally not okay mm -hmm. i actually had like a couple panic attacks it was like really scary mm -hmm. and um so i did a lot of like stepping back right like that's when i was like okay we're gonna finish out like these hustle project events and then like i have to like chill for a minute and um and then finding like a lot of the women around me too were feeling the exact same way. And I don't know if it was mainly just like everything compounding from like COVID mm. where, where a lot of people were like chilling and resting because they couldn't that I feel like a lot of us other entrepreneurs were like, no, it's go time. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to, we're going to go, we're ready for war. Right? right. And then it never, it never really stopped. So I don't know if it was like a thing of that, but, um, I basically just had, like, my body made me. Mm. And I, I wish I would have listened sooner. And so, you know, going into, like, therapy and then really doing a lot of, like, time for myself, like, self-care type stuff. I love going and getting massages. And so I, like, make it a point to, like, schedule that now, making sure I'm eating, mm. I'm not getting too busy with things, um, yeah, but the, the burnout, like, it's a real thing. Mm -hmm. And again, it comes back to that, like, hustle culture. Right. Yeah. If you're if you're not the one that's running the fastest, like, someone else is going to outrun you. Mm. And I, I, I just, yeah, like, I don't, I don't believe in it. And so I don't really know how else to, like, give other people advice on it or just mainly, like, my story and if like you're feeling that same way too, like knowing it's okay. And like, we all go through it. Even if you're not mm -hmm. seeing it, like people are doing it and like your feelings are valid. Like it's right. okay to rest. Yeah. You're not going to miss out on anything. Yeah. I think it's great advice. Mm -hmm. It's great advice. It's a so. difficult thing. Everybody experiences it. Whether you're an entrepreneur, you're just, you know, in your career or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, especially when your days all feel like they're the same and they run together and you're just not like filling the cup. You're just yeah. not, you're not taking care of yourself the right way. So, yeah. And that's, and I've seen so many of like my friends in the, like my business bubble, right? Like literally shutting down their businesses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was super scary because mm -hmm. I thought like looking at them from this other outside, like inside, cause they're a friend mm -hmm. seeing them, close that was so scary because i'm like am i next mm. am i gonna be that next person like i have to be taking care of myself and not that i'm not that it was bad that that happened to them or whatever it's just it, it wakes you up yeah and it scared me enough to be like okay what do, what do i love like what does bring me joy in my business because for a couple years it didn't because yeah. i i wasn't allowing it to i was allowing 
those other things to come in and the stress of it all and it wasn't fun anymore so that's putting the delegating the things that don't bring me joy and focusing on the stuff that does really helped yeah on that note i think we should try a donut okay what do you think sure is it time sure i'm gonna rank You're, this yeah, too you yeah, were let's... really excited about that i know then we got to talking and i and oh, i've yeah. been eyeing this thing ever since and... <laughs> here we go asmr <laughs> Thank you for being here. <laughs> mm. These are pretty good. That's delightful. It's really weird. It's really weird. It you feels want... wrong, but I'm enjoying it. Mm. Maybe that's why I'm enjoying it. Maybe. What's your like classic go-to donut? Uh, you know what? I am as basic as it gets. I like a. Just regular glazed, like hot, mm-hmm. like it's ch- totally fresh. That's where I'm at. Mm. I'm totally happy right there. Yeah. But I never really met a donut I didn't like either. Mm. You know, yeah. I kind of dig all of them. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What do you like? Well, I'm still waiting for someone to open up a Krispy Kreme franchise here. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, I like I love the blueberry type ones, but then the, just the chocolate glazed ones mm-hmm. from Krispy Kreme. Mm-hmm. Krispy mm-hmm. Kreme. I'll drive clear to Utah just for those. They're delicious. Yeah, with the sprinkles. Mm-hmm. I do like the sprinkles. We were down there this weekend, and we're just driving with my family, and I saw the sign on like <laughs> "fresh now, hot now," and I'm like, <laughs> "Kids are screaming!" Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Eat, when when that sign's on. You just have to stop. Yeah. It'd be crazy not to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've got some fun questions, too. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Totally. Do you want to ask some fun questions? Sure. I ask the same questions every single yeah. time. <laughs> if they're your favorite, right. great. All right. So if you win the lottery tomorrow, $10 million, what are you doing? I'm going to buy more investment properties. Mm. <laughs> I know. I know, and I thought about this, and I talked about it with my husband several times, but, like, they're so fun because what we do is we do themes with them. So we have a cabin in Island Park, and we have a retro theme. Like, I have cheetah carpet. That's awesome. Going up the stairs and, like, a pink phone. (laughs) So I would do, like, some fancy, fancy stuff with those. Hmm. See, that's awesome. That's pretty good. That's better than – so the reason I groan is because people are like, oh, I would – I would definitely put a bunch into retirement uh-huh. and I would put some money in the stock market. I'm like, you're so boring. Because you're talking to business people. I know. It's so boring. Sure. Though. I know. Right. So usually. I mean, of course, about- we're going to buy some Louis Vuitton <laughs> and like Thank you. do okay. some other yes. fun vacations. Good. But first, we got to stockpile no, I, our yeah. future. I, I want to know about like the weird eccentric thing. Oh, okay. Okay. So do you guys, have you ever seen Below Deck? Mm. It's a reality show. <laughs> and they're on a super yacht and it's okay. like a crew and they take care of like fancy guests okay on this super yacht mm. i would want to do that you would want to be on the crew no <laughs> i mean that would also be fun because it's so fascinating yeah. but i would want to be a guest a guest on the mm. yacht yeah on so the you yacht. would charter the yacht for a month maybe like a week a week yeah a month feels too long to be on yeah. a yacht yeah yeah Maybe a week. Yeah. Hmm. That's pretty good. That's cool. 
Yeah, I see. I can I can dig that. Okay, I this is one I ask everybody. Okay. And almost everybody gets it wrong. <laughs> awesome. So we'll Excited see if you get this, this right okay. or wrong. Okay. All expense paid trip to either <laughs> Europe or the moon. What do you choose? Europe. I don't want to go to the moon. <laughs> that does not sound fun to me. All right, all right. Is yeah. that what everyone says? Yes. Is Europe? Yeah, and, you're, and you're all wrong. You're you're crazy. You're insane. All, of you. all right. All right. I need to get some more men on the podcast because I think men are going to generally I think be more. I, did we ask this to Travis when he was on? I don't, I don't think we, we did. Asked Travis. So what I've generally found is men typically say the moon uh, and women typically say Europe. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't want to wear a diaper. <laughs> That's what you're going to have to do when you go to the moon. I don't know if you've thought about these things. I haven't thought about the diaper situation yeah. on there the moon. Go. But, yeah, that's a reasonable – do they wear diapers? Is that what they're doing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they used to. I mean, maybe it's evolved since – Fancy what? diapers. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. They just take a pill now or something. <laughs> take a pill? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Um Diapers on the moon. Hmm. This is changing Just, my feelings a little okay. bit. Mm, right? Only okay. a little, though. She's I would wear a diaper. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I would do that. Okay, Bailey Wells. Oh, no. Now I don't even know. You've got me thinking oh, about this. This is one I like a lot, actually. So, what would be the title to a book about mm. you? Oh. 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 That's, that's deep. <laughs> I would say, like, about me. Mm -hmm. It's a book. I'm writing about you. I'm going to title it something. Collecting Humans. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. The serial as killer a, of Idaho Falls. not a murderer. <laughs> not collecting Humans. <laughs> I'd read that book. That's solid. Collecting yeah. Humans. Yeah. It's actually not bad. Yeah. It would get you to stop and be like, what is this book? Yeah. Right? yeah. You, it would grab some attention. Yeah, marketing. It's important. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. I like it. All right, Bailey. All right, what's an insult you've received that <laughs> you're proud of? Oh, um, I had a... <laughs> um, we were on a girl's trip somewhere, I think, and uh, the the person at the store was like, you're very extra. <laughs> like I was like my personality was obviously like a lot for a them. Little much for them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Like I like I know yeah. I am. I where did people get off saying things like that? I don't that? know. They were older. <laughs> like I, I would never, even if I felt uh -huh. that way, I just don't have the rudeness in me to say yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of people do it's though. Weird. Yeah, I hear people this I way. I don't know. I don't know either. I was telling, I forget what I was even telling this guy about, but I was at some uh, like business conference or something. I think I was telling him how I live out in the country and have horses. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't bear to say, I think that's a terrible decision. Um, and so what he would always say was, oh, that, well, that's interesting. That's real interesting. <laughs> right? was stuff like that was his way of saying, I think you're an idiot. Yeah. But anyway, I never, yeah. he gave me his card. I never, I never called him. <laughs> I have been asked what, or I have been told once too that they were, and it was like meant as like an insult, like, you're just like your father. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're such a workaholic. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's a hard worker. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Joke's on you. Joke's on you, you dork. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's my last one then. Okay. What's your message to the world? Mm. This is going to sound really cliche. Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be great. But just like being yourself, like there's room for everyone. I feel like also in like the business bubble, right? Looking out and being like, oh, like they're already doing it. Or like, who am I to do something like this? Your own personality is going to attract the people that like need you in their lives. Mm -hmm. So we all need like each other to survive like look at how many like I, I I talk about this all the time how I don't believe in saturation in mm. markets like look at how many bottles of water brands <laughs> are at the grocery store yeah. mm-hmm. and they're all doing great because they're all still on the shelves mm-hmm. how many chiropractors are there how many dentists like again you go back to them for how they made you feel mm-hmm. as a person so mm-hmm. basically if I can do it you can do it yeah I've always said there's plenty of pie out there for all of us mm-hmm. to have a slice of it. And uh, one of the frequent things that I see with um, particularly like younger entrepreneurs, like as they're just getting started, is they'll say things like, oh, that market's really crowded. That's a really crowded market or it's really saturated or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my response is always the same. I'm like, okay, well, what market is it? Yeah. They all are. Unless you've invented a totally unique product, which you haven't because almost nobody does. Which then would still be a great new market. Yeah. It's right? right? right. Like, yeah. The, so look, much hype in that. I like the n- most recent water that I, it's funny you bring this as an example, like the liquid death yep. water. I know exactly yeah. what one you're talking yeah. about. It's brand new. Anybody would have told them, like, when they're creating their business plan mm-hmm. is, like, this is water. You're crazy, right? Mm-hmm. There's no way. Did you know that that company went to Rob Deerdeck? No, I didn't for know To become an investor. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And he passed on it. He, like, said this in his podcast. He, like, passed on it because of, like, he didn't feel like the brand or, like, something, like, met his vibe. And, like, he kicks himself now oh, yeah. for, like, yeah. what they were able to, like, go and do with it. It's the only water I buy now. Yeah. Because I. You, not- had to, you have to sell your soul. You do, yeah, you do. To get it. Well, like I, water's water, and there's nothing necessarily special about their water, mm-hmm. but I just like them as an organization. Yeah. I like the brand. I think the marketing's hilarious. Murder Your Thirst, I think, is one of the, mm-hmm. my favorite yeah. like taglines I ever mm-hmm. heard. And so, yeah, so I buy their stuff, Solid. and I buy it all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. Because um, people don't really care about what you do. Mm-hmm. They care about why you do it. They yeah. care about who you are. Yeah. And you talked about that a lot, mm-hmm. right? This yeah, the power of storytelling. The power mm-hmm. of storytelling. Yeah. Um, like in our business, you know, we're a credit union. Is there anything unique about what we offer? No, mm-hmm. of course not. The only thing unique that we offer is ourselves. Yeah. Right? It, it's us. It's the people involved. And that's the thing that our members fall in love with. They fall in love with us. Mm-hmm. They can get a checking account any old place. Mm-hmm. There's nothing particularly interesting about that. But they really like Bailey. Right? They really like Andrea. They really like the branch manager and Salmon. They really like the people. Yeah. And that's why they keep coming back. Yeah, right. it's so true. It's very true. Great. I, great message to the world. Love it. I love it. <laughs> Thank um, you so much for coming on. Uh, we had a great time. A lot of great I'm, sad, advice. I'm sad it's over. We can do it um, again. Okay. Let's do it okay. again one day. Uh, before oh, okay, okay, before okay. she has to show her shoes to the oh. world. Oh. 
Cue, throw, throw them up here. Let's okay. We're amazing. <laughs> Which there's camera? there's two cameras here. You can just put them right up on the table here. <laughs> Sorry to make. Look at. <laughs> they're amazing. <laughs> Facebook ad. Right That's here. where that came from. I hope yep. Facebook serves that up to me now <laughs> after this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pink shoes. Yeah. Pink Forever shoes. I bonus. need this in my yeah. life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pink sparkle amazing. shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, thank okay. you so much oh for coming gosh, on. Thanks, guys. We had such it a great so time. Fun. Love all of the advice and the counsel that you gave to all of our listeners. Uh, we'll have to do it again, okay? Yeah, done. Okay? Cool. All right. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thanks. And we will be back with another episode of the Dragon Slayer podcast by Eastside Hill Credit Union very soon. Woo! Amazing. It's great. <laughs>